Thursday. Super dope. What's up? I'm Kyle. Thanks for checking this out. Uh, we are going to uh, now give you the King Kong versus Godzilla, the original movie uh, from back in the day. So I figured it would make sense for us to release this one last uh, after the King of the Monsters pod that we released Tuesday, because in March of 2020, uh, we will be getting King Kong versus Godzilla. And in case you have not heard the tagline, uh, one shall fall. So I thought it'd make sense to release uh, us talking about this original movie um, last in this series of Godzilla pods that we've been doing over the last uh, couple weeks. Um, I think we're going to try to keep doing them at least once a month here on the Super Dope feed. Uh, Brandon's all sorts of amped about it. We got to figure out which ones we're doing next and who else is jumping on board. I think maybe Dan, my buddy Scott, who did Akira with me a few months back. Uh, might be jumping in on some of these, so it'll be fun to get back to these at, le at least once a month. And uh, and we've got plenty of them to watch between now and King Kong coming out next year. So uh, you'll hear that in just a minute. Before we do that, I'm a dope. When we released uh, the Tuesday episode, I totally forgot to tell you the good news. Uh, we got a new patron, a dude by the name of Brian. Now, let me try to say his last name. I'm probably going to fuck it up. It's just too many letters in it. I think it's Melchior. Melchior. Melchiori. Melchior. It's just Brian. Brian, thanks for joining the $5 tier, man. We appreciate you. Uh, so he's getting in on the Death Note Super Dopes that we put up on Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. And then uh, we put up the free Wednesday episodes of either OGDB or My Hero Academia. If you haven't gone to check out this week's free episode of My Hero Academia, you should. Is me and Carlton were drinking, and uh, boy, is that boy, what's the word, um, eccentric? <laughs> eccentric? All right. Uh, anyway, Brian, thanks for jumping on the Patreon, man. If you guys want to check it out, see what we've got for free over there. We've probably got like 30-ish free podcasts, and then uh, well over, you know, uh, 50, 60 total, so... Um, go check it out. There's a lot to see there or listen to there. There's a lot to listen to there. Dragon Ball, fuck. What is it? Patreon.com slash Dragon Ball Super Dope. Um, all right. That's it. King Kong. Kingu Kongu. Fuck. You'll hear Brandon say Kingu Kongu like a billion times in this one. Get ready for it. Super Dope. Reverberate in the ukulele, ukulele. You listen to Dragon Ball Super Dope. We have all sorts of new racist names for that instrument. Last episode, uh, a little off the rails, but super dope aside. Two seconds in, he's already off the rails. Because I didn't want to say. Godzilla must go into the depths to hide his shame. So, uh. Oh, thanks. Mm -hmm. Should I do it instead? Go on, too. I'm just kidding. Is it time? Quick, 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 quick. Did you just give her your keys so that way you won't start flicking your key when you're ready to be done? We worked this out. He did that out. last time, too. He does it all the time. No, 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 no. He gave me the keys last time. Oh, did we I, like, yell, about, did I yell at you about it before? I, I know that I have, but was time? it, like... Or no, like... I think it was just established after. It was established it after the first off. episode that it pissed you off, so I had to give them to her. Yep. You do it on Super Dope all the time. I know that. <laughs> but I'm not there, so I can't protect you. True. Sorry. I'm going to start taking your fucking keys. You should. And your phone. You should probably take that, too. It's going to be like, no, you can hold on to your phone for Pojira. Reason being, I don't know if you need to like look anything up or reference something. Yeah, give me I one. Like yeah. that's valid. No, I do need to look up well, one Super thing. dope, though. You're just, like, texting the whole time. And I'm like, this Damn. motherfucker. I can multitask. Texting. No, no you can't. <laughs> You're not. You're not. I'm still clear in the episodes. I still bring the fire. Can we start now? We already did. This is the show. Jesus I'm going to use all this sound. Oh, God. <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> so, Welcome to... Pojira. Episode three. My name is Kyle. This is Brandon. This is Shannon. Yo. You can say yep. hi too, Shannon. What's up? What's up? What's up, y'all? What's up? Kingu Kongu versus Godzilla. So 
we went a little out of order, I guess, technically. So the first yes. two episodes were 54, the first Godzilla movie, 50, was it 55? 55. Uh, Godzilla Raids Again. Uh, what was it called? Gyak- Gyakushu? Gojira no Gyakushu. Ooh, see? I'm learning stuff about things and stuff. Where's your fucking dictionary that I made for you? Brandon did come with some composition books today. Uh, with about I worked hard seven on seven or eight handwritten pages of assorted notes and definitions. So like it's a, it's a real thing. We got the Godzilla fucking yeah V baby two copies. Yeah, you did both by hand. Like I would have maybe written one out by hand and then made photocopies. But damn, you're just and I attempted dedicated. I attempted kanji. Yeah, you got the kanji symbols in there. Uh, kanji symbols is that whatever you got the kanji in there. Looks very professional. Um. I'm going to have to like take over now, like my own book, right? Like you're going to come here for every episode that we watch. And no, I'll every probably take them home to fill them in. Dude, he's taking just, it from you. You got to just take away my All right. If you want to finish dictionary. filling it in, that's fine. Maybe I will. All right. Maybe I won't. There's, okay. I don't know what I'm going to do tomorrow. Never mind several weeks from now. But we kind of went out of order in how we originally intended to watch these movies today. Uh, we diverged a little bit in that we did skip two in this, you know, kaj, kaj, fuck, Kajuega. 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 We did skip two installments of the Kajuega series, uh, that being Rodan and Mothra. Hi. We, we looked for Rodan. That was kind of a pain in the ass, but we didn't feel that bad skipping over it, I think, mainly just because, or I didn't feel that bad skipping over it, because it's not even a fucking Godzilla movie. <laughs> It's a tangent that will be canonized. Both both Radon or Rodan and Mozuda, Mothra, will be standalone films that will become canonized within the next two films that we'll watch. Because the next two Godzilla films, will as be, this one we watched today was King Kong versus Godzilla. The next two that we're going to be watching, I'm not sure the order. Mozuda, Taigojira, Mothra versus Godzilla, mm-hmm. and Ghidorah, the three-headed monster. Ooh, that's the gold one, right? Yeah. Isn't there a mecha one of that too? Yes, but not for another 27 years. So this movie was cool to watch for me today, King Kong versus Godzilla, mainly because of all of the Godzilla movies I haven't seen. Um, this is one that I actually have seen. Nice. Um, both in Japanese and in English when I was much younger. This one, uh, I think, maybe the Mothra movie because I remember those two little twin fairy things that are part of his summoning or whatever and like maybe two or three other ones but Shannon was this the first time you've seen King Kong versus Godzilla yep this is the first time I've seen um, any of these movies so fair enough fair enough alright well which is good for the overall dynamic of what we're doing because Brandon's seen them all a billion effing times yeah. I've seen a handful of them maybe once or twice. Yeah. Probably 20 years ago. In terms and of the Shannon's a true blank slate here. So that's good for us to have in terms of contrast of uh overall impressions of these movies cuz we have a tendency to romanticize things that we grow up with. Let's be yeah. real. I mean in terms of the Showa series, uh the least that I've seen or the the ones I've seen the least are going to be uh, Ibira Horror of the Sea and Son of Godzilla just because they are cringeworthy. However, That's where this... I'm at though. Cringeworthy is what I want to see. We'll we started there. to we started to work toward that a yeah, little bit yeah. in this movie today. This one, King King Kong versus Godzilla, Kingu Kongu, Taigojira, uh does hold a little special uh place in my heart as a young lad of three many, many, many years ago. Uh this was the very first uh Kaijuega first Gojira series film that I got to see. Uh, I remember very fondly going to the uh, Suncoast videos in Yo. in Torrance, California at the uh, mall there uh, and, and finding this on VHS, a, a powder blue cover with Godzilla and King Kong fighting over the hill while yep. the evacuees are running away. Um, and uh, I, I was very taken by it. Um, Sunset, Suncoast videos. Suncoast. Yeah, yeah it was a, a popular. Oh no no no! They had, video they had them on yeah. the East Coast too. That's yep. where I bought yep. all my anime in the fucking right, late nineties. Right. Um, soon after, time. soon after, I bought my very first Godzilla toy, which was uh, 
the uh, 80s Godzilla toy that you would find in a Toys R Us. What, like a Shogun Warrior style thing? No, not? not the Shogun Warrior. I forgot that who. Was, maybe, that was mine. I don't think it was Bullmark. Um, somebody can help me out when we air this, which it was. Uh, but it's very popular. And uh, then the first real Bandai um, who made the, the official Godzilla toys, the first Bandai toy I got was Anguirus. So uh, hopefully when I get home tonight, my Anguirus t-shirt came in. I finally I broke down say, and bought man, it. I was hoping you were going to wear that. Sometime. I bought it. It hasn't come in yet. Um, but, you know, it, that that's why Anguirus holds a special place in my heart. And uh, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, this was the first Godzilla film that I, I enjoyed as a a youth. I've always hated King Kong. A youth. Um, Thank you. Uh, so many moons ago. Many fortnights. Is that the fucking phrase? Fortnights. What's fortnight mean, Brandon? Yes, you're. Yes, you're on the right yes. track. Yes. yes, that's what it means. Yes. Many, many <laughs> summers ago. I won't elaborate how many summers ago, but I'll guess eight. Eight summers ago. <sighs> Multiplied 80. by a few. <laughs> by a few. That's twenty-four years ago. And add a few more than that. Fuck off, Brandon. Can you just give me a year, please? I was three, and I'm now. You're going to be, you just turned 32, 31, sorry. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, a week so. ago. Yeah. Happy birthday, Brandon. Hey, thanks. Ooh, happy birthday. So, uh, so what happened many summers ago? You're going to fucking not tell us a story about it? I told it? you, I got... This movie, this was oh, the first Godzilla. That was movie. the story. That was the yeah. story. The Typically, when people tell stories, they give the the time frame first. I guess you did. Many yeah. moons ago. Many moons ago. So uh, I, I'd say before we um, before we get into the the detailed story behind the movie, um, and my cute little anecdotes, what are your reactions? How do you feel? What What did you think of the movie? It's cool to see Godzilla in color. I think this is the first Godzilla movie cool. that they had in color. I yes. think in terms of a foe, um, I don't know. I didn't really like the Godzilla and Anguirus thing. And I realized that that's one of your favorites. But like in terms of a giant upright walking lizard versus this four-legged quadruped. Quadruped. Thanks, dude. Uh, with some fucking spikes <laughs> on his back. Um, the matchup doesn't really work there for me. And I think that they also thought that because they needed to get another huge upright monster for them to fight. Another Daikaju, yeah. Which you take Godzilla, uh, excuse me, you take King Kong and blow him up because we were saying it as we watched it, King Kong in the original movie movie in the 1930s. 1933. 1933. Mm -hmm. um, That King Kong is tops like 25 feet. He like changes throughout the movie, but it's somewhere between yeah, like I think fifteen and twenty five feet. Yeah. So this also in that regard is kind of a awkward matchup until you go ahead and not only blow him up, you know, four five times what he's supposed to actually be in terms of height. Yeah. But toward the end there, all of a sudden, homeboy can uh, absorb electricity and he's yeah. shocking the shit out of Godzilla. Yeah. So I don't know in terms of the movie itself, I think it was entertaining. Um, I think I might have actually liked it more than uh, Godzilla Raids again. And I think that because both movies kind of end anticlimactically, but the fights and the choreography for this in this movie were fucking awesome. Jim, yeah. What do you got? What do you think? Um, I definitely also think that it was really cool to see this in color because it is the first one that we're seeing. Um, so that was... <laughs> That was very interesting. I did feel like it was really anticlimactic, though. Just the ending, I was kind of like, "It's like that's, that's it? it, yeah, yeah, it's over, okay." But the the fight scenes were awesome. Choreography and all the and between everything. the two guys in the suits, yeah, was really it got creative. This was like the first time where it wasn't just like straight up push, shove, knock a building down, bite Angaris's throat out. It was. I'm going to grab his tail and yeah. he's going to whip him around and it, stuff. It, it was like, I mean, I realized that, you know, Power Rangers is obviously, obviously very derivative of this when they have those Megazord fights, but it was watching like a fucking 90s Megazord fight. Yeah. Big ass Rita Repulsa, Goldar going at it uh, with a fully formed Megazord. Yeah. I, I, I can see that. Yeah. Did you not uh, fuck with Power Rangers when you were a kid? I did the Power Rangers for a bit. Yeah. For a bit. I did not. 
Come on, well, and sorry. By the time you were old enough to be into Power Rangers, what? it had already evolved so much from the first series. Yeah. Not that you're super young, but like the three years in between is just enough to. Damn, he just called me the God baby. damn it, Shannon. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. My point I'm is. the baby. Whatever. When I was five, that shit premiered on TV. It was very easy for me to get into. You were what, like negative two? You were, I think, <laughs> maybe two. So you didn't get into it the same way I did at five. So even though it's only a three-year difference there, uh, in terms of the impact on somebody growing up, right. it's probably not as present with you as it was with me. And, and Brandon, you also fucked with the Power Rangers. Not like ironically. Yeah, I was uh, about seven when the first Power Ranger series came out. Yeah. I mean, you know, the benefit with this movie is, you know, special effects um, creator E.G. Tsuburaya was very, very excited um, to bring to life one of his personal favorites. In King uh, Kong. King Kong. Because King know. Kong was a big reason as it to why. It was a huge reason. And, and such a huge inspiration on, you know, tokusatsu special effects films, Kaiju Ega. So for his opportunity to actually make a King Kong movie is like a dream come true. So he gave, you know, the two suitmation actors, Hiroshi, uh, excuse me, Haruo Nakajima, who portrays Godzilla for the third time. Yep. And Soichi Hiroz, who portrays King Kong, um, kind of a, a more free reign to choreograph their fights allows, as, as Shannon's saying, you know, a lot more entertaining as a fight and, and a lot more kind of, you know, realistic in terms of, you know, kind of. It's like less animalistic qualities in this movie. I yeah. And, and honestly, too, in backstory, wrestling is just starting to get popular in Japan. That makes sense. So that's very much following the kind of what trend. was going on in terms of the entertainment. And yeah, what was yeah. And the there, and, and and as we get into it, there's going to be a lot more backstory behind that too. You mean how wrestling influences the Godzilla movies? Or? No, how everything influences this Godzilla movie. That's what's up. That's why I really like the the idea of this podcast, especially with your background in just general yeah. history of the world. You've got a pretty good understanding of, all right, this is the movie, and you can break it down and talk about the producers, and you can talk yeah. about how it was filmed and how it was written and how it was directed, whatever. But you so, can also relate back to this is what was going on in Japan at the time. Yeah, this is why it, this element, this piece, this so, scene, the very kind of first i guess introduction to this whole movie is um the original creator of king kong willis o'brien willis is trying to find a new vehicle to reignite the king kong franchise so does he seek out the godzilla people not yet so hmm. king kong is popular in 33 and almost parallel to what we explained the last podcast how Godzilla is so popular, they rush a sequel out. In 1933, they rush a sequel out to King Kong, the son of Kong. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. And he's like this albino ape. He's smaller. It's cute. Probably the same kind of idea, though. We just had a hit in our hands with King Kong. And Bingo. We got to capitalize right fucking So now. they make that. And that's definitely not as popular. Um, and King Kong kind of goes away for about 29 years. Willis O'Brien's like, hey... King Kong's still a viable option. So his initial idea is to have King Kong fight a new creature of a similar size. And initially, I think it's the Frankenstein monster. Ooh. And so it's a crossover between King Kong and Frankenstein. That's fucking lame. And I want it to be another animal. And that, that kind of goes on for a little bit, and that's an idea. Eventually, Frankenstein evolves into Prometheus... And, oh. you know, it's a similar kind of vehicle. So he takes this to an American producer by the name of John Beck. What up, John? And John Beck's like, yeah, 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 it's a great idea. We'll shop it around. I guess it doesn't have a great foothold in America. It doesn't really kick off as a great idea. If you think about it, most of the monster movies in America at the time aren't really popular. Well, I was going to say, what kind They're, of time period are we talking about? Are we talking about late it's 40s? Like 60, 60, this is like 61, 62. Okay, so well after. This you know, is well after the 29-year hiatus that King Kong And this is general. after all of like the 50s movies like Them and Tarantula. And fucking Black Lagoon. and Creature whatever. from the Black Lagoon. Yeah. And seemingly, I guess if you think about profits, some of the most popular 
monster films are not American made. They're Godzilla. Godzilla Raids Again, which at the time is considered Gigantus the Fire Monster. Rodan is popular. Rodan's very popular at the time when it's released. In the States, huh? In the States, yeah. So John Beck ultimately goes to Toho, who are like, well, 62, that's our 30th anniversary. We should make a really big film. And at the time, you know, Rodan was popular. Mothra was popular. Another Jeff, um, Tokusatsu is um, The Mysterians, The War in Space, The Last War. They're like, oh, man, you know what would be really cool? If we brought Godzilla back for the big 30th anniversary. Because Godzilla fucking rules. Right? He's been gone for seven years by this point because... Gojira no Gyakushu wasn't as popular as the original Gojira. That makes sense. The ending and... sucked. <laughs> Damn. I've made Brandon wow. completely question how he feels about that movie as a whole. We watched it. We started the movie. Brandon's like, yeah, man, Raids Against probably my favorite one. And I got through it and I'm like, yeah, that movie fucking sucked, huh? It did. <laughs> I'm sorry, Brandon. Sorry to cut you anyway, off. Anyway... Toho sees a brilliant opportunity to bring back the Godzilla franchise by fighting quite possibly the most popular monster of all time. King Who Gukongu. also, coincidentally, hasn't been in a movie in 30 years. Yeah. So this is a big so opportunity. So they manipulate the story and purchase the rights to King Gukongu and will pit him against their own foe, Godzilla. So Toho says, we'll make one, but we're fucking making it. Bingo. So... Kind of problem number one for Toho is I forget how much the rights to King Kong cost. A buttload. But it's enough to mess up their whole filming schedule. They plan on filming most of the island and native scenes is and just, fight scenes. Why and, does it why does it do that? Is it take away from like their budget? Yeah. So they have a set they have a set budget film. for everything. But the price to purchase the rights to King Kong will be so expensive that it will cut into other departments of the budget. But if Beck goes to them with this idea, don't you think there'd be some kind of hookup in terms of the fee that's associated with... Like, he came to them He's just selling the, the idea. Made. He doesn't have the rights. He's just selling the oh, idea. They right. still have to purchase the rights, I think, at this time from Universal. So that cuts into their filming budget. They're going to film in Indonesia, and they can't. So they just go and film in Japan, and Which, I believe on an island. Yeah. By the way, we talked about it during the film. Yeah. Creative solution, right? They just basically paint the Japanese. Exactly. Japanese make, blackface. Essentially. That's fucking strange to see. <laughs> that was weird. Had you not said anything, I'm not... I, I would have caught it, right? It's not, no, you definitely. It's not yeah. unnoticed. It's, you it's could tell. That you you could tell noticed. that that was the worst tanning booth experience. Those hundred actors Oof. and actresses. Because it got. wasn't a tanning booth. It was just a can paint. of like brown paint. Like talk about fucking weird. And not only the fact that they're painted brown like that. And then uh, they give the little kids cigarettes. Yeah, like first of all, the Japanese show up to this island basically with the idea of we want to go track down King Kong and make up the sponsor for you know this advertisement for this show that we do. Uh, with yeah. with your boy, your favorite character, Taco. Mr. Taco. Mr. Taco. All right. So the synthesis behind Mr. Taco is um, the director of the film, Ishiro Honda, and the producer, Tomoyuki Tanaka, um, begin noticing that Japanese TV in the early 1960s is getting, like, whack the fuck out. Like, they're going to extremes. That hasn't always been the case in Japan. Right? We, well, we think of today, we think of, like, you know, how crazy, like, Japanese TV is. But, like, well, I think, Shannon, you were talking about, like, some of those TV shows they have. Like, like what is it? Like, where you, like, do really stupid shit. Like, Most Extreme Challenge. Yeah. Got MXC. Mr. Taco, at a certain point, is dressed up like one of the guys. I wish I fucking knew. I wish I looked yeah. it up. Because I can't think of what it is. So, so basically what, what's going on is TV in, in Japan is getting outrageous. So here's a quote. Um, I, I apologize that I'm using a Godzilla wiki site, but in April of 1962, TV networks and their various sponsors started producing outrageous programming and publicity stunts to grab audience attention after two elderly viewers reportedly died at home while watching a violent wrestling match on TV. <laughs> 
So basically, the whole premise of this film is a satirization of what's going on in Japanese television. That producers, sponsors, and other affiliates are going way out of their way to boost ratings. So we see this crazy idea that uh, the marketing company or marketing division of a pharmaceutical company, which is sponsoring TV shows, receives these mysterious berries with healing powers and Soma sleeping berries. powers. Soma berries. I got to get me some. Right? <laughs> Mr. Taco goes, well, what else is on the island? Shit, there's a god on the island. Natives and King Kong. And a monster, yeah. Yeah. You know, it would really boost our our ratings. King Kong, motherfucker. King Kong. At the same time, the producers at Toho are saying, that's cute and that's great, but we really need to make this series more profitable. Maybe we should chill out with like the seriousness of atomic radiation. Let's and embrace how corny and campy these things can become. Not yet. Let's broaden our audience so that maybe children would enjoy this as well. Yeah. Because if you think about it, the first two movies are not very especially the first one. That's some traumatic shit. That's a that's a legitimate social commentary. We all kind of watched the first one in horror, you know, as you know, all of these people are getting, you know, radiated to death, they're getting burned to death, they're getting crushed, you know, there's the family waiting to return to their father. And that's a huge entire you know. part of the storyline. Yeah. As where in the movie we watched today, I think they really only make reference to the Godzilla being born out of radiation one time. Once. And they make a differentiation. Just so we're all on the same page, King Kong is a massive animal. Yeah. And, you know, Godzilla is not an animal. He was born out of radiation. That's the only yeah. call they have to it. Exactly. So you you don't see the seriousness of atomic um, destruction, but you see the seriousness of this is how crazy Japanese TV is getting. <laughs> it's getting silly. So there's a serious point to the movie, but not in the way that we respect it and honor it. What is the serious point to the movie? I mean, because this is how crazy Japanese TV is getting. The the there is a a bit of a dispute amongst the producers and and you know eg Tsuburaya, tomoyuki tanaka ishiro honda over the direction you know i think honda is a little bit upset that you know this this the serious series has been taken away this from series it. is now getting yeah you know in the end his gamble is wrong because with the product of inflation as far as I'm aware, King Kong versus Godzilla is still considered the highest grossing Godzilla film ever made. So even though he was wrong and, you know, making it a little bit more, you know, more appealing to a broader general audience, yeah. it still brought a huge amount of commercial success. Well, his gamble was that it's no longer serious. And he wasn't sure if that was a good call or not. I think he was upset that it it was being taken away as this is no longer serious. This is now. So he didn't make a gamble. I mean, somebody basically told him his, his the route. That well, we're going. Uh, gamble's a wrong word. His protest was that it was no longer serious. And he was wrong. And he was wrong. Well, he was right that it's no longer serious. He was just wrong. In he terms was wrong of, in terms of the audience reception. of that. Exactly. Exactly. And I mean, it, he's so wrong. In fact, that this will reignite the Godzilla series launching another, uh, 27 films ish depending on how you want to break it up yeah that's a lot of goddamn movies yeah I mean you know we, we think of the impact of Godzilla as a cultural icon you know the second movie technically should have ended the Godzilla series but they were they were invested or interested enough to bring Godzilla back the gamble pays off so much in fact that almost immediately they begin writing the script to a sequel, which will be called Continuation King Kong versus Godzilla. But eventually that will not materialize. Yeah. And we'll see the origins of crossovers. So everybody jokes about how the greatest crossover of all time is Avengers Infinity War or whatever. It's going to be dope. But the first. It is going to be cool. One of the greatest crossovers (laughs) will be 
Godzilla, Mozira, uh, Mozura Tai Gojira, in which a standalone film of Mothra okay. will now tangent into the franchise that is now known as Godzilla. So that would be picking up off of the Mothra solo movie and how yeah. he then meets up with God. Correct. Meets up, you know, quote yeah. unquote. Yeah. But, uh, how he comes into the Godzilla canon, that world. And- it, yeah, he'll become canonized. Yeah. Like, in terms of, I guess, Dragon Ball making Lord Beerus canon. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if I agree with that example, but Fair I enough. got you. I got you, dog. All right. So here, here's a fun story for, for Shannon. I love stories. Because, uh, Shannon, go ahead and if you want to relay your feelings about the octopus scene. Oh, my God. Uh, absolutely horrifying. So Just that's the like visuals the, and ugh. the sounds and everything all together. It was absolutely horrifying. It was, it was so like weird. Sh- scarring. It was just so audible the whole time. It's just like, I don't even want to try to make the noise because I'd be embarrassed. Ugh. I kind of want to hear you make the noise. Don't. Don't do it. No, that was a fart. <laughs> <laughs> nope, it's not working. All right, so. But that also happened so far before like all the fights with King Kong and everything that it seems like it was almost a different movie Yeah, to me. Well, I don't know. It yeah, just feels I mean, it's different forever. in that Godzilla is not in any way involved in that scene. Really King Kong realizes this giant fucking octopus uh, is now raiding his you know, Island where he's considered a God Pharaoh Island. And even though he's behind these gates, he's like, I don't like the looks of that octopus and just breaks through these gates. Like what were the gates supposed to do? keep him kind of away ish i don't know but he bit. beat the shit out of that thing yeah um but it, so, it, it is like a different part of the i mean a, a no it's very the much there's there's two halves to the movie there's the development of of showing king kong and godzilla and then when Which they, i like how they do too yeah because well, in the first half of the well the first quarter of the movie they go back and forth between what's going on with Mr. Taco at the pharmaceutical company, agency. Yeah. And then they go back to the the Marines or the Marines? The submarine. Know. The submarine. Um, Below. The mission, you know, the kind of and it's it's kind of a I like I really like how the movie starts just yeah. because it's literally a mashing of these two crazy worlds in Godzilla yeah. and King Kong. They give you the Japanese side of it, and it's like more in line with a typical Godzilla movie and how they line up what the characters are going to be uh, to try to push along the narrative of this, you know, hour and a half long thing. But they also do a cool job with the whole uh, introduction of King Kong um, and just kind of seeing um, the American side of it and seeing full scenes in English, and you see the subtitles on the right hand side of the screen. Yeah. It like it literally brings these two worlds together before you even see the monsters on the screen, which I really liked and appreciated. Yeah. And then, you know, the second half of the movie is when they both finally meet up. Well, when they both arrive in Japan. Yeah. And they have that one quick fight. Yeah. Where King Kong like throws some rocks at Godzilla. Godzilla lights some shit on fire with his atomic breath. And, uh, they just both kind of just let each other go. Very anticlimactic. So the, the, the story is, uh, Shannon, in the filming of the octopus scenes, mm. they utilized real octopi for a very natural appearance. And sound. And so they, had, they actually captured and used four octopi to film those scenes. And to agitate them and to get to the move, they would blow... Um, blow dryers on them hot blow dryers to like get that's them like to move. animal that's cruelty, cruelty. <laughs> that's messed but up but yo it was 62 man they didn't give a shit shannon what i'm not done yet oh, oh the story gets worse oh, so at the end of the filming oh god three of the them? octopi are released oh the fourth becomes tuberaya's dinner oh he actually killed and ate one of the octopuses he ate one of the actors that's messed up. One of the animal actors. Granted. Mm-hmm. So then. But that's so just then, the abuse claim. To then they level. had to utilize Playing close up scenes. So when, for example, when when the octopus jumps on Kong's head, I said, watch this. That is a puppet scene. And they covered the, the puppet in saran wrap or cellophane to give it a more like 
mucusy, slimy appearance. Ew. And man, did they succeed! Ugh. Yeah, the appearance of that giant octopus but, is disgusting. But the the octopus scenes are so popular, especially when he's fighting the natives, that when they were filming the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean series, the the special effects crew that created the Kraken were instructed to watch those scenes for inspiration. Huh. That's really interesting. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So the guy in the King Kong suit was actually wrestling with a real Suichi Hiroz. No. He's fighting a puppet. Oh, man. The scenes the where like together. the octopus like goes over That's the little house. Of, it would have been live. a lot cooler if they just had him wrestle a real octopus. I'd have been down. That with would that. be like it would have to be enormous. It would have to be really How big, big is a real octopus? I mean, we're talking about a man who's what between five and six feet tops. I feel like octopus or octopi. Octopi, octopuses. I think that <laughs> octopi are pretty small for the most part. I mean, you get your, like, giant squids and stuff like that, but that's not, like, octopi. I would have just went out and caught four giant squids because I would have been committed to my vision. But those are very different Just from kidding, the, Brandon. The you octopi. should see. You have, like, a little vein popping in your head. You look so mad at me. It's okay, Brandon. Anyway, the, the squid scene, the squid <laughs> scene like, no will be so popular um, with an American producer named Harry Saperstein Harry. that when he enters a partnership with um, Toho to produce um, monster movies and that will be used for American release, he will uh, specifically request that um, there will be two more octopi scenes into the movies. Um, one will ultimately be scrapped, which will be the um, cut scene from Frankenstein versus Baragon, or as the English translation. Um, so this guy just liked the octopus scene so much that he was like, all of a sudden, include this in your next two movies. He's like, I have to have octopus scenes in my next movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so Franken Frankenstein, he's got a fetish. Fra Thank you. Sorry. You said it for me. Sorry. This guy like the fucked like octopuses a... on the side. Yeah, the tentacle. Sorry form. to ruin your boy Saperstein's uh, credibility here, but octopi fucker. Tentacle. Continue. Stuff. Mm. The original hentai. Carry on. It's got a thing for it. What do you think burnt squid smells like? Ew. Probably f gross. <sighs> I feel like we could actually Is it like, better figure or worse that one than out, that though. Tuna factory. I'm saying. Mm. I feel like the tuna factory is probably worse. I agree with that. Yeah. Just all that fish and everything. I don't know. Octopus. Octopi. Octopuses. <laughs> So, Saberstein's a real weirdo, huh? Yeah. He is. He can't even... <laughs> Brandon can't even respond. He's so in shock over what we were just talking about. He had never... <laughs> he hadn't thought of it like that before. So, his anyway. mind is blown. Sorry. I'm not going to tell you guys any stories for the next movie. because I want to hear all the stories. The next one really means the a lot to me. Next. And I really just... Oh, God. What's the next movie we're going to watch? Mozuda, Taigojira, Godzilla vs. Mothra. Oh. That's the one with the crazy uh, Wonder Twins. The right? soundtrack's amazing. Wonder Twins. Um, this yes, the twin fairies are in it. Um, my favorite suit, uh, Mozu Mozu Goji, as as I have explained. Um, but uh, you know, uh, getting back to I guess suits. Uh, the in the we fucked up Brandon's whole game plan. <laughs> in the uh, in the lore of good anymore no you're all good you're you guys are you guys are Sorry, great I, I love you guys you guys are great uh in the lore of what nothing i'm, I'm good oh sh in the lore of the uh what the heck's going on over there your phone's blowing up i know i don't want to talk about it Ooh. in the lore of the gojira suits um the kingu goji suit as we saw King Goji is considered probably the most popular suit amongst fans. Um, there are definitely some changes made between Gyakushu Goji and King Goji in which um, Godzilla no longer has ears. Uh, his dorsal fins, which uh, Shannon was in admiration of, um, 
are a lot more rounded. They're no longer uh, as super jagged. Yeah, jagged and and kind of violent. Plus, you get to see the color when the color. it lights up, which yeah, you know, it, the atomic no radiation the two movies, but the, the atomic radiation ignites yeah. through his dorsal. It looks fins. awesome. Um, one of the other strange things is um, his feet have been reduced from three four toes to three toes. Which is just weird. It's very weird. I'm I not sure what they're, you know. And an ice um, glacier. And and also his 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 bulk is kind of enlarged again, and his face isn't so uh, kind of violent and frightening. He's a little bit more, you know, I guess subdued. His, he looks like a dinosaur. Yeah, like you a know. friendly like dinosaur. A, yeah, a fun dinosaur. Looks like a dinosaur. Yeah, that you know. might rip your face off. And he also he claps when he's excited. So there's yeah, some there's, of that camp. That is, was weird. There's was, there's like definitely it. a re- a reduction in menace and and you know there's definitely a very evident appeal. Yeah, to get the kids on board. Exactly. This is exactly. A, a marketing uh, bonanza for us. This you know, is a and, merchandise and bonanza like one of the us. I guess frustrations that you had is unlike the previous film um godzilla doesn't use his atomic breath directly on kong it's more in front i was godzilla i would use my atomic breath right out the gate every goddamn time on everything no excuses yeah king kong versus godzilla if i was godzilla would have lasted 30 seconds and and besides the rampage of kong in tokyo there's not much you know destruction um, in comparison to the last two films, it's, yeah, there really is because the first time they meet up, it's at a that's when King Kong and Godzilla accidentally fall into that trap. Yes. Godzilla falls into that hole in the ground, yeah, and um, and they meet in a field, and then the second time they literally drop King Kong. The idea is to string up a billion balloons to King Kong and fly him over until they see Godzilla and drop King Kong on top of them, and hopefully they will battle to the death. You know that's that that scene was an inspiration too. What's that? Up? 99 Luft Balloons. Nah. Prove it. I like that song. In German or in English, though? German. Me too. Wow. The German one, I have both on my phone, though. That's but cool. the German one's really good. Because the only English words. 99 Luft Balloons come by. <laughs> Captain, <laughs> Captain Kirk. <laughs> Captain Kirk is the only. That is in there. You know what my That's favorite German song. song is? Rock Me Amadeus. Not a bad call. Falco's the shit. Um, and he's named after the best character in Star Fox. JK. Never played Star Fox. Ouch. Yeah. Can we not be friends now? No, I didn't either. So, But I still like Falco because he was cool in Super Smash Brothers. He was pretty what badass. Oh, All right. Yeah. See, that's you, true. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. That's true. All right. He's played pretty, him in Smash. That's cool. Mm-hmm. He's badass in Smash but Brothers. Man, was I about to flip I mean, out on you? I mean, he's not as good as my best character, Young Link, but, you know. Young Link? Yeah, Young Link was shit. They have two different Links now? Oh, dude. <laughs> no, there's tons of them. Yeah, there's Don't Young Link, there's Toon Link, there's Link. There's, um. Anyway. Yeah. So many. Can I be Pikachu? Yeah. Can I be Goku yet? No. That would be so fucking badass. There's a petition going on online He's to get to Goku get on uh He's trying on to get Super Smash Brothers. He's what? He's trying to get Super Dope into it. No, I'm not. Super I already brought I brought up Super Dope in the first thirty seconds we put the mics on today. <laughs> I just think about Dragon Ball a lot. You see this fucking so, wall? Yeah. Fuck okay. off. So as we progress into the Godzilla series, we are definitely going to see a changing trend. Um, in which Godzilla will slowly develop into, uh, will transition from a villain into an anti-hero and ultimately into a hero. The design is to keep pushing out these movies to a broad audience, um, you know, and, and develop a, a following that is popular, um, so much so that eventually, you know, Tsuburaya will develop things like Ultra Q, Ultraman, um, and eventually make his own King Kong movie in 66. Oh, cool. King Kong Escapes. Huh. Which actually has one of my other favorite uh, kaiju, uh, daikaiju, uh, Gorosaurus, who is badass in one of the upcoming films we see. Huh. Yeah. So there's another King Kong movie made by Tsuburaya. Yeah. 
doesn't involve Godzilla, obviously. No, it's a standalone film called King Kong Escapes. That's interesting. Do we have that one to watch or no? Probably. I'll bring it over, yeah. You got it? Mm-hmm. Word. Yeah. I believe it's only in English, but it's that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. I can make want, it work. Like, as, can make it work. Yeah, as work. these movies go on, the campier, like we said, it's not to the point where it's campy and corny bad yeah. now. Well, but you see them try to broaden, you know, the appeal to general, more general audiences, and as the as the series gets goes on and gets a little bit more ridiculous, I think I'd almost rather watch them in English. Yeah, well, and and also or we could do both. I mean, whatever. also too, one of the developments um, that you know, as I didn't watch it from a comprehensive uh, view in the past. You know, the the characters in this film are forgettable. Except Kumiko. That's true. But he's not even I know he's not in it, but the actor is. I believe I caught his name at the end of Shinagawa. Shinagawa. He's in like two scenes. But the scenes that he is in, he's generally just given uh, comments to the press. He's giving scientific commentary as oh the government's not gonna use nuclear weapons. Hey, what if Sarazawa lived and had both eyes and dressed really nice and was successful and talked to the press? Well later on we'll see him as a villain. That's pretty fun too. Wait, he comes back again for a third movie. He's in charge of the red bamboo in um Big Duel in the South Seas. Charge of the Red Bamboo? I've never heard of that. It's gonna be fun. Did you say the big bad seas? Big duel in the South big, Seas. That one that I've heard of. But the, um, what was it? The red charge of the bamboo? The red bamboo. It's a private army that we'll see. Are they trying to fuck up Godzilla? Oh, ho, ho. we've seen this story before. Man stands little to no chance against Godzilla. Well, they got some weapons on their sleeves. Unless, of course, and that was one of the effective ways they've used to deal with Godzilla today was... Yeah. They put up the hundred a million, a million volts, volts of of the electricity, uh, the electric wire around the city of Tokyo. Walks up, touches it, fucks him up worse than he'd expected. Doesn't want to do that anymore. As where King Kong just Almost walks up and enjoyed it. Yeah, just, he just, ate it. Yeah, that's where I got a little confused because Kinky. is it? <laughs> that's where I got a little bit confused oh. about it, just because, like you said, the idea of trying to match up King Kong and Godzilla on paper before you watch this movie. It's like, how do they stack up? You got to make King Kong bigger. How does he stack up against the atomic breath? Well, he doesn't. So now he can eat electricity. Would you say that his ability to eat electricity was for shock value? God damn it, Brandon. That was kind of a good one. Kind of. A little bit. I guess. Like, it was appropriately timed for sure. It was. Jesus. Personally, I felt those scenes were electrifying. No. <laughs> this is where yeah, this is where you're firmly wrong. That giggle though. But what the hell goes into that I thought totally, process? I totally just want to say a Jim Halpert line right now. Which one? You always left me feeling satisfied. <laughs> so what brings on that I mean, obviously you have to have the character stack up to be able to have it be an interesting fight, but Yeah. What makes them say, "All right, now Kong can eat electricity"? Do you have any background on that, or was it? Do you think it was just a complete? Unfortunately, I don't. As far as I'm aware, perhaps once we broadcast, some listeners can can uh, chime in. As far as I know, I think it was just used as a method to even the match between Godzilla and Kong. You know, going into this, you already have Godzilla's, you know, indestructibility. You have his ability to emit nuclear radiation through his his atomic breath. Kong can climb buildings and fall off them, you know, and pick up ladies and not crush them. Yeah, as as a physical as a physical animal, as you mentioned earlier, he doesn't have any extra abilities. You know, we don't we don't really see a lot of that for quite some time. Uh, it won't be until at least with the exception of a very weird scene in Rodan where Rodan has a mysterious atomic breath for a second. Uh, we don't really see any extra powers, um, develop, you know, Mothra will 
omit something that I don't want to get into. So we well, yeah, I was going to say it's a bummer that we weren't able to watch Rodan and Mothra first, but we're either well, but, of those but with two, the original Mothra film, were either of those two born out of radiation? Is my question. Probably not, right? There's no. got to be some different. Mothra, Mothra will be um, a, I guess you could say, legendary deity or god on his on her own island, infant island. Been there. Um, on her. Mothra is female, yeah. I didn't know that. Um, and Rodan... Rodan will be, I guess, just entombed in Mount Aso until earthquakes, I believe, will um, allow for the eggs to hatch. Shit. Earthquakes, man. I mean... Scary I, I, for a few different I, reasons. I, I mean, do you want me to go into the details of Rodan and reveal things? Or? Nah. I mean, let me ask you this. When we do watch Godzilla versus Rodan... Yeah. Is No, it, there's no Godzilla versus... Well, there's no film titled Godzilla versus Rodan. What's it called? Ghidorah the Three-Headed Monster. So there's three different... Three different kaijus in that one. Four? If... Is Mothra the fourth one? So, what's the American title of that one? Is it like Monster Island or some shit like that? Ghidra, the three-headed monster. That's it. Am I? Yeah. What am I thinking of? Godzilla on Monster Island. That will be Godzilla versus Gigan. Hmm. And I don't know which one Gigan is. So, I mean, do you want me to give the backstory to Rodan? Let's do it. All right. Educate so, me. So, when we watch Rodan, um, there will be um, terrible mining accidents inside Mount Aso. That's and several sad. miners will be found mutilated. That's also sad. Um, it turns out that they will be mutilated by these dragonfly dragonfly larvae called Ew. meganulons. Meganulons. Uh, Eventually, the story the story progresses that inside further in the the mines that there are two large eggs. No, there's one large egg. Excuse me, and it will hatch to develop a baby Rodan, who will feast upon the meganulons. Um, as a snack and grow eventually after um, the Rodan is a full size it will begin flying around the world and destroying things cattle will disappear humans will disappear wow and it turns out to be the Rodan as Rodan attacks um, I don't have the notebook in front of me I don't have what is a Rodan Sorry, uh, am I like really stupid? I no, just, no, I don't, no, no. I don't know what he is. Sorry, no, or, no, no. That's my my it, that's my fault. Um, a Rodan is essentially a larger version of a Pteranodon. Oh, okay, all right, okay. Sorry, I got it. So got as you. as do you really though? Because what the fuck's a Pteranodon? It's a like a different version of a pterodactyl. Yeah, they're so as. Uh, let me yeah. see. Let me see. No, those are later no. ones. Those not those aren't Shodai. What do you want from me? This is Shodai Rodan attacking Fukuoka. Okay. As Rodan's attacking Fukuoka, it turns I dig out it. it turns out Rodan's not the only one. There's oh. two of them. There's two Rodans. There's two of them. One gets injured yeah. in the attack. Um, and they both and return to Mount Aso. Um, eventually, they're caught in a volcano and they die. But somebody gets dropped in a volcano finally. Yeah. We can watch that scene. It's really quick. Man. Anyway. I really thought that's the route they were gonna go. They were just gonna tie I up know, balloons right? to King Kong and drop them into Mount Fuji. Because Mount Fuji Mount Fuji is a volcano, right? Can you can you can I have my phone, please? No. I'll bring up the scene. No. Can I have your phone? Anyway. When we get to Ghidorah, the three-headed monster, we will find out that at least one of the Rodans survives the attack on Mount Aso. Yeah. And this part, this scene was an accident, I believe, where the second Rodan tries to fly away for a second and it gets sucked back into the flames. That was partially an accident, but it was like just so great that they that decided to keep so it. so sad. So, just to kind of catch up, because, you know, obviously the video we just watched doesn't exactly lend itself to the audio-based podcast. Yeah. We just watched the end scene from the Rodan movie. So, not only is there one Rodan, there's two, but yeah. you see that they defeat the first Rodan. Do they drop him into that volcano in that lava? I believe, if I remember correctly, the first one is in the 
cavern already, and as it tries to escape, it gets caught in the lava. So basically, they basically launch an attack to force the Mount Aso to erupt. To erupt. Wow. Damn. Yeah. So my idea about dropping King Kong into a volcano. I would have loved that. You would have loved it because you wouldn't have to sit through the rest of that movie. And what then if they did King that Kong to Godzilla again too? Sixty-six. That's what I thought they were gonna do. I'm like, how the fuck are they gonna scoop up Godzilla and drop him into a volcano? And then no, that wasn't the plan. I was just, you know, <laughs> not accurately predicting give, what was give, going to happen. Give me a handful of movies and you'll see my reaction to it. What do you mean? No, just tell me what you mean. Can you I explain? Have to show you a picture. No, I, I don't know. It'll happen. Oh, somebody will get dropped into a volcano. Godzilla will. Oh no, are you gonna cry? Me too. I'll cry with you. I probably won't cry. There's like several there's like cold. Cold Shannon. I actually found a video clip of like several different versions of his hap of it happening and I'm just like, this sucks. Wow. I'm like this sucks in the worst way. Masochist. Jesus. So sad. Well, No I don't. It's just it's You do. (sighs) Ultimately (laughs) Don't make me play it. Ultimately the end of this movie doesn't result in that. They just get dropped on one another, have another, you know, all-out brawl. It's really fun. It's really cool. It's very cool, uh, you know, uh, choreography to it. Um, however, it doesn't really reach really all that much of a conclusion. Like, you see King Kong swim away. And this yeah. is one of the common misconceptions about the film. Very much, that, yes. Is that people thought that there were two different endings to the movie. Correct. Uh, so one for... more Japanese, Godzilla wins, which is not what we just saw. Yeah. And then the American one where King Kong wins. And I think a lot of it probably has to do with how the script was adapted in that last scene of seeing King Kong swim back away toward the South Seas. Correct. And, and so, and especially after years and years of speculation, Toho has officially said that Kong is the winner. There is the winner. Toho came out and confirmed. There is no, there is no speculation. There's no, there's no differentiating, differ, differentiating versions. Japanese, German, English, French, Kong is the winner of this film. What the fuck? I know. Think that was part of the licensing agreement? Technically, that would be interesting. I don't think it's so much the licensing, but technically Kong is still considered. This is consider this, this is only Godzilla's third movie. Yep. Kong's been around 30 years, like you said. Kong is still very clearly the fan favorite uh, amongst anybody. Even though it's a Japanese movie. Versus an American icon. But literally 20 years before the first Japanese movie, there was King Kong. Oh, I get it. In terms of the test of time, yeah, yeah Kong, Kong, so has Kong been is Kong is still so much longer. Kong is still but well. Given more... that it was made by Toho, you would think that'd be another way. Because like, in the, especially were, in the first movie, they, they were so pleased to. They have... shit on Americans so much for dropping the bomb in the first movie. Yeah, obviously that's yeah. a huge fucking plot point there. Yeah, why wouldn't Toho take the opportunity with them having the licensing for King Kong, being I able to use him as a character, idea. to yeah. say, yeah, even even if it's not. Godzilla winning and it is ultimately a draw. Why? Why wouldn't they take that opportunity to? It just drives me nuts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I guess my only defense is that Kong was still considered the more fan favorite, and so therefore, and and if you, this doesn't sound important, but like, in a way, he got top billing over Godzilla. This isn't Godzilla versus King Kong. This is King Kong versus Godzilla. It's fucking strange. Exactly. So that's, you know, the myth has been uh, busted multiple times. Um, Yeah, it started in the early 90s when um, people were starting to find or be able to see the Japanese version. The big difference that really kind of messes with people is at the end of the American version, you hear... There's a little American made scene where the reporter is like, oh, there goes King Kong. We wish him well on his journey back to the South Seas. And you hear Kong roar. And that's the end of the film. As where this one, you see King Kong swim away back to the South Seas. And you hear both of them roar. Yeah. And that is very much just the actors of the film taking a bow. This is Godzilla saying thank you. This is King Kong saying thank you. Yes. 
the end. But I, I mean, yeah, I there there wasn't any connotations other than that to the roars meaning something. But you don't think an audience would read into that because I would read into that now as all no. right, Godzilla's still around. Godzilla I think didn't in, die. In terms of the Japanese cinema, it was just kind of customary. The fact that Godzilla is hasn't come up leaves it a mystery of did he survive or not um personally i feel that it will be the it helps lead into my favorite godzilla entrance which will take place in the next movie mothra versus godzilla word um certainly i enjoy it for my own giddy reasons um i i like to think in my personal feelings that the next movie is just basically godzilla really hung over his shit trying to just make his way back home <laughs> It's great. And he's got to deal with some assholes. He's got to deal with some shit. Yeah. But yeah, no, the, there's, there's all of this. Oh, well, King Kong won the American version Godzilla. No, it, he that's won not, in, that's not in any version. Well, maybe that does make sense then because Godzilla for the most part of this movie kicks the shit out of King Kong. Yeah, it was great. Like there are parts where King Kong is visibly running away. Just unsure and of how to visibly even try knocked to attack. out. Yeah. So I love that part. Best part of the movie. I mean, how in the hell does Except Toho the have the scene. balls to come out however many years ago and say, nah, yeah, King Kong won? Because he was the bigger draw. I get it, but... You know, if you have Hulk Hogan fighting like a B-list wrestler, who's going to win? I don't know. Maybe it's just like my contrarian perspective here, but like if I was Toho, I would have made Godzilla win, especially because... King Kong is such a huge cultural icon, not only in America, but across the GD yeah. world. Yeah. And that's a great way to get people I mean, talking about your movie. He's, yeah, he's the biggest. He's, you know. So it's, it was, it was natural for Toho to say, okay, he's the bigger draw. He's going to bit, get, get the win. Even though he got the shit kicked out of him en route to the win. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting way to try to attack that or, you know, deal with that. You know, two titans of the screen. I guess in in terms of viability, you know, it allowed for the character Godzilla to become extremely popular enough to emit a sequel less than a year later. That's that's a victory to me because Godzilla is now becoming a popular and sellable product that will launch a series and merchandising know. galore. Yeah, cartoons and yeah. lunchboxes and comic books. Yeah, crazy shit like that. And and offshoots like Ultra Q, Ultraman, King Kong Escapes, Frankenstein versus Baragon, um, Dagora. Uh... We got a lot of movies to watch. That's your point. We do. We're skipping some of them. Yeah, but once this podcast catches hot fire. We're going to have to go back and look for some extra material to go back and comment on. We haven't even gotten into the Die series yet. Hey, I'm aware. Just looking like, down the road. I, I mean, once we get through the Godzilla films, we can go into Gamera. We can go into... Gamera! Yeah. That's which, how I say it. Which, if you guys want, can't be. Those movies never got serious. No? Oh, what God. you don't like a big giant spinning turtle? Let's put it this way: by the end of the Gamera series, the film budget is so poor that they basically use stock footage from all of the movies to compile enough film so that at the end he fights a star destroyer. You call it a uh, small budget? I call it fiscal responsibility. Star destroyer. Star destroyer. Suitcases. I don't get the reference. I don't either. Well, um. This is definitely a, a little bit of a departure from the first two movies that we watched in uh, this series. If you're mm -hmm. listening to this podcast, we appreciate you taking the time. If you've gotten to the end here, uh, I think you're pretty much obligated to subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, hell, probably YouTube even. Uh, we'll, we'll get that information out. Uh, you do have the, the Instagram page up currently, right? Yep. Uh, you know what that handle is off the top of your head? I believe it's Pogira. Pogira! Did I sound like Godzilla just now? I feel like I did a little. No, you sounded like the little kid who almost gets eaten by an octopus. <laughs> All right. Ew. I'll take that. Disgusting. I'll take that. Ew. As long as I'm not the dude painted really dark that looked like an early 1960s version of Luffy from One Piece. Because that guy, whew, what a rough look he was fucking rocking this movie. 
gets. What he gets for handing out cigarettes to kids. I guess, man. Seriously, the first transistor radios. Fifteen minutes. The Japanese are there. They're like, "Here's a radio, and here's all of our cigarettes. We brought like fifty packs of cigarettes." So but my favorite part them. is is the dude goes, "Hey." Don't tell your mom about this. They give the kid two cigarettes. Mama sounds like, yo. Thank you. Give me that. Even though I've never seen like a person outside of this island, I know how to smoke a cig. Who doesn't? They just showed them a minute ago. They were like, see? Boom. Now everyone uses a smoker. 15 minutes they corrupted that island. 15 GD minutes. It's <laughs> true. Well, now, not only that, but they took away their god. That's cute too. Swim back. And used them for an advertising campaign. Mr. If anything, Ta- Mr. Taco, he was smart. If anything, I feel like the Japanese become the villains in this movie. Ooh. Ooh. Fucking putting shit on its head. Wow. Not really, though. I mean, I guess if you want to look at it very literally like that. Either way, my point is this movie tonight is a uh, much different kind of watch, you know, aside from the fact that it's in color, obviously, but just the choreography is taken to a new level. The yep. uh, general appeal to a more broad audience is super evident. Um, it's a little bit more kid friendly. It's a lot more entertaining, and special uh, effects are starting to get more unique. Shit, man! I thought this movie was fun. Like, yeah. I, 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 the first one is, the first one's. I feel like it's always going to be the best movie. Yeah, I, because it's it's yeah. it's the beginning. It's it's what it was birthed from. But this one was really really fun, and uh, I'm looking forward to uh, watching some more of these. You know, the next few episodes that we've got coming up, and then and then the. Uh, the next few episodes that we've got coming up for you guys in the uh, following months, uh, the movies are just going to get a little bit more campy, a little bit more corny, and me and Shannon will have some more ridiculous shit to laugh at while Brandon tries to teach us a master's course. Doczilla in the house. Hi. Hi. Well, thank you for listening. Please, again, subscribe. Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher. Rate, if you could, on the Apple Podcast. Fuck. Rate. And uh, review on the iTunes store if possible. We appreciate you. Bojira! Released by Distributors Corporation of America.